Welcome to the Luminous Life Podcast. I'm Erica Menento, your host, and in each episode, we'll talk to women about how they are living their most luminous lives. We'll hear about the moments where their beauty, skin, and soul fuse together to pick them up, dust them off, and create change and impact they never thought was possible. It's never easy, and here, they'll share how they did it and what they're doing next. Kendall Zopa is a lifestyle nutrition and holistic health coach who lets us, her very lucky Instagram followers, in on the unfiltered details of her life. Kendall is, ready for it, a blogger, an influencer, and most recently is re-entering the workforce after a well-documented bout with burnout had her step away from her career as a spin instructor. She is a self-described everyday Jersey girl, but I think it's not every day that you get to meet a woman so committed to making women everywhere feel and look their best. Kendall, thank you for being here. Yay! I feel like I I am just pulled back so much energy. I'm just so excited that you're here that I wish I could explain it, but I don't want to burst anybody's eardrums. We're hugging each other. We're hugging. (laughs) First things first, I think we need to tell the people how we met. Because I think there's a time where people... Speaking of hugs. Speaking of hugs. Mm. Tell the people how it all went down. So it was not this past winter. It was December 2017. Mm -hmm. And I was in the process of moving my dad out of our house that we bought from him. Mm -hmm. And that was a whole process. And in the midst of it, my friend Jenna was like, you know, there's this place down the road for me that I really think you should go. It's like you'd never think it was in Bergen County. It's really, really cute inside. It's so your vibe. Like, you really have to go. Plus, like, the girl, Erica, like, I think I think you two would really hit it off. And I was like, okay, like, that's cool. Yeah. I had no idea that this is what I was missing out on. <laughs> and um, I think I... I think I messaged you on Yeah, you on were having Instagram. an event. Yes, yeah. You so were having an event was, down the street. I was having an event. I think it was a Babes, Biz, and Bubbly I was doing. Yep. And I asked if you were around to come. Yeah. And I don't think you were for that one. But you no. said, you were like, I can't come to your event, but f- like, feel free to stop by for a hug Yeah. anytime you want. And then I think that's when I knew I loved you. And and that you came in. I did come in for the like, hug. I'm coming in for the hug. I came in for the hug. I mean, obviously what you put out there on your Instagram is such good vibes, but that you came in and that your vibes match who you are on Instagram. Well, likewise. It's pretty incredible, though, because there's an authenticity issue Mm -hmm. sometimes on the gram, right? Um, So it was incredible to meet you without having gone to your your event like you Mm -hmm. came in we had a great hug it was a great hug and then we've been like friends the hugs are great even since then they're just exceptional hugs and 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 we've been friends ever since Uh it was love at first and now we hug i would say that it might Mm. make people uncomfortable how long we hug for i i think i try to make people like as uncomfortable as possible (laughs) and just like don't let go i'm a big hugger (laughs) personal time no personal um uh, physical touch is my one of my love languages. <laughs> Not personal <laughs> touch. That, that's a very that's different, a different love thing. language. That's a different thing. Something we've been talking about in Luminous lately. But personal, yeah, physical no, touch. not that kind of, yeah. Per- physical touch <laughs> is my love language. Well, um, first of all, the people should know that you're coming in from the city. Yes. You're just 
coming home from work. Because so I am a commuter girl now. Because you're a commuter girl I'm now. I'm back in the city. But when we met. Yes. Before you were a commuter girl. Yes. Um, you were actually just becoming a soul cycle inst- instructor. Yeah. You saw the whole. The whole thing. Kit and caboodle. Yeah. So when you started. And one of the things that I was most impressed by with you is that you took us through the whole journey us meaning your instagram followers Mm -hmm. right highs of the highs and lows of the lows Mm. because it didn't wind up with like a big bow at the end of it right no so (laughs) would you describe that as burnout is that what you would describe or what how would you describe it now it it was a thousand percent burnout um in a, I'd been like mentally burned out before, I think. And, you know, everybody, I think, gets to a point where they feel unraveling happening in their life and, mm-hmm. and the sense of out of control. Um, but this was different. This was that plus the physical exhaustion. So I had been teaching spin for two years prior to getting into two, almost three years, actually, before getting into or accepted into the training program for soul cycle mm. and soul cycle is like when you're a spin instructor it, that's like it that's like that's the it. mecca like yeah. you want to go i mean most i mean maybe i'm making a gross generalization but no it's a great brand but people it's like yeah, to be associated. It's, yeah it's very yeah. aspirational so mm. um and i never really set out to say like oh like i'm gonna be a spin instructor and i'm gonna be the best and i'm gonna go work for soul cycle I literally couldn't afford my gym membership, so I was just like, well, let me just go get paid to take this class that I keep paying for. Mm -hmm. That's how it started, and then it kind of snowballed from there, and once I took a soul cycle class, I think I knew that that was eventually where I was going to wind up, but getting there and getting into the training program, it's super intense, and for people that aren't in the industry, it sounds ridiculous that you'd go through a 10-week training program to teach a spin class no I I have to tell you something one of the things I was actually telling one of the girls today one of the things that I never realized until you literally said it I don't know if it was in real life or on Insta (laughs) stories was people that are teaching spin Mm -hmm. people that are teaching exercise classes fitness anything are athletes they Mm -hmm. have to be athletes yeah they rely on their bodies to perform Mm -hmm. And I never, you know, I never thought of it that way. Right. But to watch you go through the intensity of it, the mental intensity, and then yeah. the physical intensity. Oh, my God. It's like. Serious athleticism. It was. And I never considered, up until getting to Soul Cycle, I never considered myself an athlete. I mean, at all. I just was like, this is my job. And it's supposed to be fun. And, right. And it was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just took it to a whole other level of performance and um and training and you had to you know in order to keep your body healthy you have to eat a tremendous amount of calories just in one day to keep up with the amount of activity you're doing and Mm -hmm. then the energetic drain that comes with you know 60 people in a room relying on you for the brightest part of their day or you know these people come in after work after a long day and god knows what's going on in their life and you know they're looking to you for guidance and a positive influence and as much as you're and i was so grateful and so blessed that i could be that person for for other people i was like leaving at the end of it like empty and completely just like a shell of who i was but let's make it clear 
you loved it. I loved it. You would come in <laughs> and for I the loved point. It. So Kendall was getting lashes, mm-hmm. lash extensions. Uh, you still get lash extensions. That was the only thing holding me together for those six months. <laughs> it's That's crazy. Um, but you were coming in and you, for the point two seconds you were awake, mm. you would talk about how much you loved it. Mm-hmm. And then you would knock out. Mm-hmm. And I was like. Wow. This literally became the only place her that I... Her brain is saying one thing, but yeah. her body was saying another. Yeah, and that's, I think, like, the hardest thing about the whole situation was that it's... I've always been a performer in one way or another. I grew up dancing. Um, I went to school for broadcasting. I wanted right. to be a, a television host. There's just something about being up there and leading people and and being able to, to communicate and connect with people on a higher level that I loved. But... It's weird when your body, like you say, is saying something totally different. And the signs were there for a while. I mean, slowly they started coming in. There would be different, you know, um, I just like wouldn't feel right. Or um, then what would happen was I'd miss a class that I just, I totally blanked that I was supposed to teach a class. I mean, it got to be like where it was not ideal and then I remember at the end like the, okay that happened like a couple of times but it was so many signs throughout the the four months that I actually taught that the universe was just trying to say this isn't it this isn't it this isn't it and I kept powering through until the end when I started which I talked about a lot on Instagram which oddly enough was the most um I don't want to say it in like engagement, but like when I started talking about the migraines that I was getting, I have never. Oh my God, the migraines. I have never received so many messages and emails and comments regarding, oh my God, I go through the same thing. I have these massive migraines and I had never experienced migraines before. And every day at 8.30, I would get a migraine. In the morning. In the morning. And I would teach um, 5.45 and a 9.30, 10.30 class. So I would get this migraine like right before I'd walk into the room and then I would teach a class and the adrenaline kicks in and endorphins kick in and you kind of like forget about it and you're on this like high, which is great because when you get out of class, you're like, oh, I feel amazing. Mm-hmm. You like the highest version of yourself is literally the f- 15 minutes after you teach a class because oh, you are cool. just like on your Flying. your highest game. Yeah. Right. And then the crash is is ridiculous. But um, it was 26 days that I had these migraines every single day to the point where I was like having anxiety about going to sleep because I didn't want to wake up and get a and get a migraine. Oh Advil didn't help. Imitrex, Excedrin, all the things. And I'm, you know me, I'm not one to no, take no, any I of know. that. So nothing was working. And um, eventually the pain was so bad. I went to the emergency room. Long story short, the uh, neurologist said, so what's your sleep pattern like? <laughs> And it was, there was no pattern. I was going to bed one night at 8 o'clock to wake up at 4.15, 4.30. The next night I was going to bed at 11 and all these different variables happening and your body and can't you, handle that. you were documenting literally the daily migraines. Yeah. Literally, you were like, I'm better today. No, just kidding. I mm-hmm. wasn't better today. Today I'm going to try this. It was, it was... I was hoping that somebody out there would just tell me like a quick fix because... I was that that was the the first experience of not turning inward and not asking like 
okay, what am I doing that could be bringing this on? Because it would be really easy to turn inward. Yeah. Right? And, and like that's what I've been trained in. And that's what right. I'm, as a holistic health coach, that's what we're taught to do. And I went dietary. I was like, okay, it's got to be dietary. And then I like cut all the things out. And sleep and stress was never even a consideration. Mm-hmm. I've always lived my life at 100 miles an hour. Like, nah, right. that's what I'm used to. Like, right. I can do this. But it was... It was, I think, the universe saying, like, this isn't, like, sustainable. You can't do this. You know, I'll be curious to hear what your other viewers were saying, were thinking at the time, because when I was watching it and then I was getting these little bits of time with you every three weeks, it was like I wanted to scream through uh, yeah. the screen and go, you have to stop. Uh, yeah. You have to stop. In, like, the months since, I mean, it's almost, a, like, I was in it a year ago now, but... Mm-hmm. People have said to me, like, oh, yeah, like, I just watched that. And I, it was like watching a car crash in slow motion. I'm like, Jesus, God, oh my God. I'm like, all right. But, I mean, it really, I mean, some people even said, like, oh, Kendall was having, like, a mental breakdown. And I was like, okay. It was, I don't think it was mental, Kendall. Like, no, I mean, was, to be fair. Yeah. I felt my like. My mental game was pretty strong for that. I mean, I got through training, which is very mentally yeah. draining. But, like, physically, it physically, was just unlike anything else. Physically was, it was really. It, it was starting to, you weren't looking like no. yourself. And you were so tired. And it's funny because now, you know, I, I love my training group that I went through with, but I, I look at them now and they don't even remotely look like the same people. Not in a, in a bad way. I mean, they're they're athletes and they're out there working every day, but it's amazing how much it changes you and, and, and your body. And I was just at a point in my life where that wasn't worth it to me anymore. Maybe if I was like eh, a little bit younger and I still had some get up and go for that, maybe, but not for this season of life. So when did you know? Did you know? Like, did mm. you know or did somebody say to you? Did Tim say to you or did your mom say to you or your dad go, time out? Yeah. You got to take a knee here. Um, I think when I, the the one morning the pain got so bad, I literally, I, I don't know how somebody can be in pain like this and not die. Like, it's just like one of the, it's like same thing like when people say like kidney stones. Yeah. Like, how yeah. can you be in this much pain and not die? This is yeah, crazy. Yeah. My head felt like it was exploding. I somehow drove myself to the emergency room and I remember walking through the hallways at the in the emergency room and it was like God intervened and was just like, this is where you're at. Like, if nothing changes, this is where you're going to be. And I, as soon yeah. as I walked back as soon as they walked me back to the room I couldn't open my eyes I couldn't see and it was like it I knew that that it was it then I wish somebody had maybe said to me you know in hindsight's 2020 I wish somebody had maybe said to me like take three weeks off see what happens three weeks off right come back and, and try mm-hmm. but I was just so at that point exhausted tired frustrated whatever I was just like we're done yeah for now yeah so and making that call was a I, relief yeah the um when I, t- I spoke to my programming director she was like you know what she's like that I'm like really proud that you're saying this and that this is yeah. what you're doing because most people don't do this yeah. most people wait until it's too late and Ugh. then there's so many other complications she's like I'm really proud of you and she's like the door's always open you can always come back um we support you and you know just get healthy and and do what you need to do Kendall why did you share all that? I think because I was already sharing everything else that it would feel really 
I don't I don't even know if I think I thought twice about it I think it was just I'd gotten so used to sharing and sharing and sharing and and with sharing I would get you know tips and tricks from other I mean it's not just one way like the conversations I have through Instagram are awesome because I get to ask all these people for their input on things and I learn so much from it so I think from that standpoint it was like the first few days I had no idea what was going on I was like oh these are allergies and it's the weather and this and oh my god these migraines and like do you have any like tips for me Mm -hmm. and then you know almost a month later three and a half weeks later I'm still getting them so I I don't think I intentionally was like oh I'm going to share about these migraines it's just like kind of evolved into that and it started this bigger conversation around Mm -hmm. burnout and stress and what it does to you so I think that you know what's really interesting about your Instagram is that you do share everything right so I've watched you go through this burnout right you've talked about adrenal fatigue I've watched you talk about you know um, going off of birth control Mm. about your commitment to clean beauty about you know should I take this job should I not take this job or I met this person or I went over there whatever Mm -hmm. and I think a lot of times people I sometimes feel like a little self-conscious like what you know why do people want to hear from me Mm. again right but that's the thing you have the you get the DM, mm-hmm. right, or the response or the whatever that somebody says, like, I've learned from this. Right. And I've learned so much from you. <laughs> and you have sort of broken down a lot of stigmas for me. I, I haven't mm-hmm. told you this oh. yet because I think ha- had I known that you were a holistic health coach, mm-hmm. I think I probably wouldn't have been so quick to go for the hug. <laughs> And I'm going to tell you why. Because my perception of that Uh is that you're just going to talk about nutrition, Uh that you probably, you know, I'm a person with a weight problem. You know how many times people are just trying to pitch me, try this, Erica, you'll feel better. I'm like, I didn't, I didn't know it felt bad. Mm, You know? I feel so bad right (laughs) now. (laughs) Um, You know, so, but I've learned so much about nutrition, Mm -hmm. about taking care of yourself, um, about all these so many things that you're so passionate about that I'm like, I don't know. I tell everybody, if you're not following Kendall, you're missing out on like a crazy Thanks. education. Well, and you get like that friend thing too that goes on. I just it. hope somebody's listening out there because I'm talking to myself think, an awful lot. I think the people, <laughs> I think the people are listening and I love that you call them the people. The people. Because now you make me call our little audience. The people. The people. The people. I mean, what else are we going to, you know, there's men and women in there. So the people. The people. Yeah. I also think that it's really kind of great that you are not afraid to like go on there without makeup or do an exercise video yeah. which is like <laughs> I didn't know that that was gonna be such a thing was I was so like great. guys I'm just flopping around here in the basement <laughs> I was like I remember showing Tim and I was like should I be embarrassed by this and he's like I don't know like I get no and I was like okay but I think that like you know we talk about authenticity and like you know this is this is what life guess, looks like yeah. when you for me, it's helpful as a person who has an interesting with relationship with movement and physical yeah. movement to see that, like, oh, Kendall doesn't just go out for a jog all the time. Sometimes she's got to do a video in I, her basement. I don't like running anyway. <laughs> I much prefer, like, a, like do you a still, t- step touch. You still work out, right? No. I walk a lot now because I commute. Um, I 
I miss working out. I do go to SoulCycle now as a rider, which, oh my God, is just so cathartic and so amazing. And I think it was like the reason all of this happened. Like I get back to like the therapy of of awesome. soul. Um, but I, I, it was funny. I just went on Tuesday and I hadn't gone, I thought in only three weeks, but it's been about a month, uh, two months that I was there. And I am out of shape. My heart, like, is out mm-hmm. of shape. Like, my ability to keep up is like, whew, I'm, I'm in the front row, but I am sitting down mm. for a lot of the class. Yeah. Which is another thing. Like, people always think, like, going to a workout class, like, you can't stand in the front if you're not great. No. Like, stand in the front. Stand wherever you damn well yeah. please. And just do your thing. No one is looking at you because they are so concerned with themselves. Right. Literally nobody's looking at you. I've never been to a soul class. It sounds amazing, but it sounds like the pace is like, you know, you got to be concerned with yourself to to get through it. It's a lot, but you work up to it. It's it's like a a marathon, not a sprint. You don't just, you know, you didn't start riding a bike without training wheels. So These bikes all have training wheels. Oh, that's a good point. It's pretty funny. It's a good point. It's a good way to, it's a good way to look at it. Wait, so... So you don't work traditionally work out no. anymore. No, I'm so. You just think you can't? Are you still? Do you think your body's still recovering? Um, a little bit actually. Yeah. Um, a little bit. I took this whole summer off, and I really, really healed. I was down the shore for most of the summer, and I was by the beach, and I walked a lot. And mm-hmm. I really think that that's how my body kind of got back to zero. Mm-hmm. Um, I just the traditional workout for me I'm not an early morning workout girl mm-hmm. and I'm not at the end of the day I'm basically useless so if I don't if it's get it in at lunchtime yeah. it's not happening and those are sometimes tough but I just prefer to be active I think mm-hmm. um you know and I and I was just talking about this the other day on Instagram but if you're going to a 45 minute soul cycle class and then you sit for the rest of the day and then you get home from work and then you sit in front of the TV it was a waste. Like, you're not right. an active person. Right. And I don't mean to be mean or, you know, tough love. But you're not an active no, person. You're active for honest. 45 minutes. Right. If you're not going to a 45-minute workout class, but you're running around maybe, like, after your kids all day or mm-hmm. your job, like, you're you're all over the place mm-hmm. all day long, mm-hmm. you're an active person. Mm-hmm. So eight hours of being active versus 45 minutes of intense activity, mm-hmm. I'd go for eight hours. It's more functional so and it's, you know – yeah, Kendall, you know. you're wise. So you don't have to work out all the time. And you make things feel um, not so overwhelming when it comes to like yeah. lifestyle and you it, know incorporating it's so things. Much. And There's so much information, and I think we've overcomplicated. We've overcorrected a little bit. Like we, you know, we were all unhealthy. We were all like this, and then we got into this place of like hyper health hyper working out oh hyper my god yeah food and, restrictions and right. then there's a whole set of other things that happen with that mm-hmm. and i think in its simplest terms is literally just going back to the basics and it's just eat food that you know is good eat eat when you're hungry we talk mm-hmm. about this all the time mm-hmm. and just move whatever yeah. that means to you move like you know take the stairs instead of the escalator yep so after your burnout mm-hmm. after you had to leave Seoul. Uh-huh. You had to figure out what was next for you. Mm. <laughs> um, and I thought you documented that pretty well, too, because yeah. I think it's a lot of what a lot of, you know, are you millennial? Millennial, yes. however you say it. I'm like the you last. Are. So I think I, it's a lot of what, you know, people your age yeah, um, 
That was a because nice as much as I would like to be your age, I'm not your age. Um, people your age, people, everybody goes through, right? Like, right. what am I going to do with my life? What's next? Mm. What's for me? What's not for me? I've had like four quarter life crises. Crises? Crises? Is that the plural crises. of crisis? Crises. Crises? Mm. <laughs> well, I'm not know. sure. Do I that correct? No, he doesn't know. know. Um, yeah, but in, in, in the span of like six years. Yeah. I think I'm just perpetually in a in a life crisis. You know, when I talk to to, to my team, I'm like, this is not what you're gonna do forever. Like, it's you're, yeah. you're like, I don't know what I want to do. I'm like, nobody knows what they want to do, right? It's yeah. like what we're gonna do next kind right. of thing. But so, what did you decide? What, what are you doing now? Um, what's interesting? Like, what's happening? So after I left um, the fitness scene. Um, I so at the same time I was studying to be a holistic health coach Mm -hmm. so I was finishing up my certification at the Institute for Integrative Nutrition and I started coaching clients ironically the second I left Seoul was like when I started really one-on-one coaching I would do workshops and uh, group programs and stuff like that but then I started like diving into the one-on-one coaching which I really loved I've it, I was able to really see um, how people can evolve and change over the course of six so months. Cool. So it was really cool. Th- then getting to like the end of the summer into the fall, there's with that, there's a lot of free time. <laughs> there's just a lot of time. And I can fill up some time. Mm-hmm. And um, I was able to kind of focus on my my website and my blogging and building a brand. I ran another group program, but I always kind of felt like I was like, like I could be doing more. Like there's definitely right. more I could be doing. Um, and then I was okay. Maybe I'll go and, and do more corporate wellness, and I'll and I'll take this and branch it off into this. And someone actually came to me and said, um, you know, you should really look at this company called Human Scale, mm-hmm. and. I had known about them because prior to my whole fitness career, I was in corporate contract office furniture sales. I was in that world. Um, So, and I had heard of this company once before, but was not, you know, it was out of sight, out of mind. So I looked them up and they consider themselves a wellness company and they are an ergonomic office solution manufacturer. So I, you know, dove a little bit deeper into like what they stand for their mission they have a huge sustainability push and it was kind of like all these light bulbs went off in my brain and I was like oh like maybe I could like do this Mm -hmm. like this seems like really cool like not so much the the job itself but the company the company was everything that I ever really wanted to look at right so um I submitted my resume and then it kind of like happened quickly ish and um i mean long story short now i'm there full time so i'm back in the city working for a wellness company in the office furniture space um i get to meet with people all the time and help them kind of in a different way mm-hmm. um you know like we were talking about before people sit for 8 hours a day mm-hmm. so now i get to kind of impart a little bit of my holistic health wisdom mm-hmm. With a little bit of ergonomics, which no one, I guarantee you people listening to this podcast are like, what the what hell is ergonomics? Is ergonomics? Right. And ergonomics, really quick, yeah, is yeah. the science of bringing the work to the person mm-hmm. instead of you to the work. So usually right. it, or, yes. Right. It so sits, sitting stand, up straight. Yes, right. Yeah. Right, right. Um, so it it's a really interesting science and it's an interesting industry. Um, 
but now I get to kind of like take all <laughs> I always think of it like when LeBron James went to Miami he's like I'm taking my talents to Miami so you, remember, you remember that press conference no? I do I oh do. my god he had like a whole like sit down and was like so it was a big deal it was a big deal yeah so I'm taking my talents to human scale mm-hmm. for me to say that I love a corporate I would have never right. thought Well, I think the other thing that is remarkable about you, right, is, you know, they're millennials, 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 whatever, are always getting a bad rap. And, you know, Mm. I'm I'm a huge fan of millennials. Um, You're like an honorary millennial. I I have a plaque. Jordan gave it to me. Oh, no way. Mm -hmm. Oh. I know. It's really, I'll show it to you. Oh, my God. The the thing that I think is remarkable is that it's really important for you to be aligned. Mm Mm-hmm. And you actually are. Yes. There are not a lot of people that are walking their talk out there. And you are. No. It's hard. You to, are, it is hard, it's isn't hard. it? Yeah. Especially it's, in the job area, mm-hmm. right? Like there's a million times a day where you could possibly compromise those values, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But I think uh, I when I left the office furniture space the first time I worked for Lululemon, mm-hmm. um, which shout out to Lululemon, I still say is the best job I ever had. Mm-hmm. Um, really great company to work for, and I think I learned a lot about integrity and core values. And my best friend, whenever she listens to this, is going to laugh at me because I literally am like the biggest cheerleader for Lululemon. Um, but they really do teach you a lot about business and how you should hold yourself to a higher regard in that sense and never compromise your integrity. Um, and then same thing with SoulCycle. Like they have very similar uh, core values and brand values and they impart that on their employees and whoever comes through their doors. And I think having those experiences of such intense culture and intense um, uh, internal branding, I guess, mm-hmm. for, for lack of a better word, now that I'm in corporate, it's I still hold that true to myself. And um, that's not something that they're kind of pushing on to me, but it's something that I've learned over the years and I've taken from these excellent companies that I've worked for. Um, and now it's kind of just a part of me. It's like part of my business. So I'm I'm in a different place now where if it were to compromise my integrity or if it were to be in question or if I didn't really agree with it or align with it, right. I wouldn't do it. Like, right. It's, really it becomes that simple, it. Yeah. right? Yeah. But it it seems hard to get to that place. But once you like once you like wake up and flip that script a little bit, it's there wouldn't there would be no other company in the furniture space that I could work for because none of them are like this because it doesn't that. align. I love that. I, I, again, I think it's exemplary. I think I think uh, you lead without maybe even realizing that you lead. But I think someone who is so aligned is so necessary for you know that's like the most amazing part about instagram is that i can go Mm. oh listen to what she just said and Mm -hmm. share it Mm. you know so Mm -hmm. so so you know i always appreciate that you're like this doesn't feel the feel Mm. in alignment with who i am so i have to switch it up this way right you know that kind of thing you taught me that too because you run an extremely aligned business yeah and no one else does and you've always we've had conversations where you've come to me where you're like this is um in it and this is shitty but i have to make this decision and it's not an easy one but it's the right one it's hard and i've seen you in those moments and it's really well thank you i have to say though that 
it is rare. I feel like it's rare to find people who have the same values, which are, mm. these are my values. We don't have to have the same mm -hmm. ones. These are my values. And this, it, it makes it a little bit easier to make decisions mm -hmm. when you know your values. But when you know people it's that- like a checklist. Yeah. But when you know people that sort of live that way, you know what you're getting mm -hmm. every time. And you know that if you say, Erica, I'm going to pass on that. Mm -hmm. I, it's not personal. It's mm. not anything. It just doesn't align with right. with what you're doing. Right. So you do share a lot. Mm -hmm. We know about your chickens. No, oh, I lost one. We know about your lovely, lovely fiance, Tim. Tim. Um, we know about your family. Mm -hmm. We know about the ups and downs with your aunt who's, mm -hmm. who's unwell. Who is um, now doing, doing much better. So I really think crazy. all the good vibes, I don't know what everybody did, but. It's very cool. Yeah. Um, what aren't you talking about? That maybe so, you should be. That's so interesting. Um, I think a couple of months ago when I was in this transition of getting the job, I wasn't so much talking about the fear I had around going back to corporate and like the part of me that was feeling a little like, what the fuck am I doing? Can I curse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what am I doing? And I wasn't being super transparent about that because that made me really vulnerable. Like I can do all the other things. I could be as not, I mean, everybody within reason, but I, I enjoy being vulnerable because I feel like it helps me connect with people. Sure, there are things that, you know, have to remain private for, you know, it's maybe not my, be my story or whatever mm -hmm. to share. But that piece, the fear I had, and in the early stages of this job, the first month, I mean, you know, I came in here like the first week and I was miserable. <laughs> I think I texted everybody the second day and I was like get me out of here yeah. like this is not for me yeah this isn't it mm -hmm. and I'm really glad that I had a support system <laughs> you guys are like just breathe mm -hmm. and just give it some time mm -hmm. and then if in six months it's not for you you'll yeah. know and you can you same thing like you did with soul mm -hmm. cycle like you can leave like it's not forever and I and I'm so grateful to that because now here I am five almost five months in and I love it yeah. I absolutely love it. I love the company. I love my role. I love that I have kind of this different autonomy to mm -hmm. do certain things. Like I started a culture committee. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, but I I think that was a, a big piece that I wasn't talking about. And now, I mean, the, the probably what I'm not talking about is, you know, how I struggle with wanting to do all the things and not having enough time and and trying not to repeat the burnout cycle again mm -hmm. and how I feel like there's so much that I can do if only I had 27 hours in the day yeah. and a, a part of me knows it's about the long game and and it's yeah. a marathon not a sprint and mm -hmm. I don't plan on stopping any of this anytime soon but I think in in my impatient mind I've just been like damn it like I still want it to be on Forbes 30 under 30 and like I'm freaking 20, maybe 29. Like I have one more year to do this. But like what's bad about being on 40 under 40 right. or like 50 under 50? Right. Like right. why does it happen? I love that. So I've gotten to that place now where it's like I will do whatever I can and, and that's why I like sharing because 
documenting is a hell of a lot easier than creating Mm -hmm. for me Mm -hmm. um I always say my god if I had like a like a team if I had like two or three people oh Mm -hmm. my god I'd like whip this all oh my god Mm -hmm. it would just be amazing but like that's not reality Mm -hmm. um so I think that's part that I'm not really sharing too much and that's not super vulnerable that's just me just being like oh shit like I know I could be doing so much more like my potential I could see it in my mind's eye and it's great but like my body can't handle that right but it's interesting because I know I know you say like you feel like you're all healed and all that stuff mm-hmm. but I feel like it's still happening yeah because in those first let's call it that in that mm. first 30 days you kept having first of all to remind yourself that you were going to work every day because you were aligned with the company mm-hmm. right and that seemed to be getting that was getting me that was getting you through right like it <laughs> was the getting door. on the bus yeah. and through the door and in the long hours and all of that right but I think now that as you're you're like I don't know. I'm I'm not an athlete, but like you know, like they say, like your gait, like now, yeah, yeah, now yeah. you're like now you're cruising. Yes. Maybe you've got a little swagger, right? Maybe you've really got your feet under you now, right? And and you do have a lot of interest and so much. Yeah, there's a great book called Power Versus Force, mm. and you are so impactful mm. that it is. It, to, I, I feel like telling the people, people, people. pay attention because you're going to want to be one of the people that's like, I knew Kendall oh. when she was at Hugh and she scale. was falling apart. Right. No, you're gonna, you're, the, the, the people are going are gonna to want to see what's going to happen because as you move through human scale and as you plan your wedding and mm-hmm. have your chickens mm-hmm. and, you know, walk your Lucy, mm-hmm. you're also... You know, aligning yourself with Beauty Counter, mm. which is a very powerful company. Yeah. Very impactful company. Yeah. And your commitment to sustainability and health and wellness and even above that clean beauty mm-hmm. is like you're part of, of a few really intense, powerful movements. Yeah. Like I'm literally trying to change the world just by myself. Yeah. Well, not by myself, I but you know. So how did you get involved in that? Why did you get involved in that? So um, a mutual friend of ours, mm-hmm. the lovely Kristen, the she, Kristen. she literally said to me one day, she's like, I, I, you're going to do this with me. I, mm-hmm. just, I just don't know when. And I was like, I don't know. What do you, I don't know what you're talking about. And then um, I actually met her at one of my Babes, Biz, and mm-hmm. Bubbly events. Um, and she was awesome. She wore a leopard coat that I compliment her on all the time mm-hmm. to this day. Um, and she, we like grabbed coffee and she was telling me one day, like what beauty counter was all about. I had heard about it through the grapevine and that was right at the time where I was looking for, (laughs) you're going to laugh, all organic skincare, which we can laugh about now. You can laugh about it. But I was basically putting food on my face because I was like, oh my God, the chemicals. My God, I had so much mold in all of my stuff that I was putting mold on my face. Yes. Um, that's the story for another time. Um, and I remember, I remember a friend of mine saying like, oh, you should look at beauty counter. It's, it's not organic. It's not all natural. It's cleaner, safer skincare. And I'm like, no, it's gotta be all organic. It's gotta be all natural. It's gotta be this because it's chemicals. Chemicals are bad. Meanwhile, I was mold face. So, um, <laughs> fast forward. Meanwhile, yeah, no, it was it was bad. And um, I was like, Kendall, yeah, use and you were, this yeah. with preservatives in it. Yeah, Kendall, exactly. and you were like, no, you were like coconut oil. We were, you were like, um, 
<laughs> you need some preservatives. Yeah. You can't be putting food yeah. on your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I met up with Kristen and she was like, look, like I was using the products and I love them. I mm-hmm. love them hands down. I never had a skincare regimen. She like changed my life. Then I, you know, had the burnout and then my face was a mess because, you know, cortisol does lovely things to your face. Yeah. Um, and then I used another line and it completely cleared up my skin. So I was like, at this point, I'm like hooked. I'm like, okay, so right. tell me what, what's happening here. What am I putting, what am I slathering myself with? And she explained to me a, a lot more in depth on the company and, and what they stood for and, you know, that it's not all natural and that it's not all organic but mm-hmm. all natural and organic doesn't necessarily mean it's good for you that's right like lead is right. a natural, natural yeah and, and you, organic and organic yeah. chemical you do not want no, you don't. element it's not a chemical it's an mm. element but and water is a chemical so it's mm-hmm. saying you don't want chemicals is saying you don't want to drink water that's so right. it was a lot and of water mis- can kill you and water it, like it was a yeah. lot of misinformation and mm-hmm. i think there still is around the whole clean beauty scene and it's starting to get there i think because a beauty counter's voice is getting a lot louder and people are kind of like getting hip to that greenwashing game and and all that and you know people like you that are like you need preservatives but you want safe preservatives you want safer skincare and beauty counter isn't the only safer skincare company out there Mm -hmm. but they i believe are the safest Mm -hmm. but there's there's other brands out there so um right around the time uh it was like last fall I, I think I even came in to talk to you. I was like, yeah. am I going to do this? Yeah. And I think we were talking and you were like, it kind of makes like it's everything that you talk I, you about. Know let's do, let's say it here. Kristen Brady knows this. <laughs> Kristen Brady's our mutual friend. Yes. Greg Renfrew. Greg. The yes. founder of Beauty Counter. If there was a way to do it mm. in a retail setting like this, Who do we have I would have done to? it. Yeah. I would have done it. I know. Because it's I think too good. It's a, a great option mm-hmm. for people who are that awake, mm-hmm. that involved, mm-hmm. and that smart to look at all the things mm-hmm. in their cosmetics. Yeah. Um, and so I'm saying it here. Mm. You tell it to I'm, your people. <laughs> you tell for the three people that listen to this podcast. <laughs> if you know Greg Renfrew. Who is a woman, by the way, because oh, yes. for the longest time I thought Greg was a dude and I was like, yeah, that's no, pretty no. cool, a guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Greg is is like the girl boss that. of, yeah. not girl boss, just a boss. She's yeah. just a boss and she's amazing. Yeah, and, um, she, and a badass one at that. And, and, yeah. and But yeah, I think you were like, "Are you, am I going to do this? And I was like, do it. Yeah. It's yeah. just like, it was one of those things that I got really excited about. And I feel like if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. And this was a hell yes. Yeah. So. Yeah, and, and so you've I've been sharing it. Loved it, the loved it, mask. loved it ever since. Yeah, so it's been the most fun I've had in. I don't want to say like the because I'm not blogging necessarily about it, but it's the most fun thing that I've shared. And because I truly believe that everyone needs to be aware of of what they're putting on their body, in their hair, on their eyes, in you know eating whatever like. It, People, like you said, they need to wake up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the awakening is happening mm-hmm. now. Um, but I get to work with friends and and yeah. and just really high vibe people mm-hmm. and just supporting each other. And it's interesting because I'm so surrounded by influential, positive, high performing women mm-hmm. in my personal life and in this mm-hmm. area. 
that when I went to corporate and I didn't quite have that there, I was like, where are the women? Yeah. Like, where are my girls? Where are the women on a mission? Yeah, exactly. So I've like, now I've kind of found who they are and then they're in my, they're in my club now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love that piece about Beauty Counter is that at any point in the day, if I needed support on something, you know, there's, there's a team of people behind me to just, um, you know, I don't want to be like cheesy and say like lift me up because I hate when people say like link arms and lift me up like please I'm not holding I love a hug but like I don't want to link arms with anybody that much my god but I mean like just like just like badass women that won't let you take your foot off the gas yeah because they know that they know that you want xyz and they're not gonna let you come in shy of that so I dig that yeah and there's and there are people who are willing to talk to you about the full moon as well as the mm-hmm. science behind why mm-hmm. a product is formulated a certain way, right. as well as the legislation that goes into getting um, safer, pol- laws. safer laws mm-hmm. in cosmetics. You know, um, I think that everything that you do is like you're burning the embers, yeah. right? The embers are mm-hmm. like burning. And I think you're going to set this world on fire. And, mm-hmm. you know, I can barely eke the words out. But because, you know, I get emotional mm-hmm. all the time. But uh, you sharing your truth, mm-hmm. good, bad, and 26 migraines, mm-hmm. which you don't have migraines no, anymore, No, I right? haven't had one since the good. day I left. So you sharing your truth liberates mm. so many of us. So I am so happy that we're friends. I'm happy you came in for the hug. Mm-hmm. I'm happy that you agreed Imagine to this if podcast. I never came for a hug. Oh, oh I would have found you. My life would not literally. My life would not be the same. No, if I, I would have found you. I, I got we had yeah. I guess that it would have had to have happened. Yeah, I would have found you. Oh but I God. love you. I love you so much. Thank you for doing this. I we could do this all day long. If the people want to have holistic health coaching, hold on, yes. I gotta wipe my little tear. <laughs> If the people want to find the holistic health coaching, Mm -hmm. where do they find you? Where I always am, on Instagram. I mean, I have a website. You can look on my website. And your Instagram is? Kendall Marie Z. Kendall Marie Z. It's not Kendall Mariez. Some people... So oh, you, you I laugh. I haven't heard that. You laugh. <laughs> Kendall Marie. I suddenly became Latino. Like, ooh, Marias. No. Kendall Marie Z on Zappa. Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> and then on your website? Uh-huh. It's KendallMarieZappa.com. And then I like tab. saying Zoppa. I know. Well, that's the right way. You oh, say is it? Yeah, technically. Oh, okay, that's okay. the right way. We're just, KendallMarieZappa.com. You know. Um, to find more of Kendall's holistic health coaching, beauty talk, and there's some recipes on there. I think <laughs> inspiration. Oh, it, recipes! The recipes, recipes are good. Yeah, the recipes are good, and it's just good talk all the time. Thank you, yeah. Kendall. I love, I you, love you so much. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Luminous Life Podcast. If you like the podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe. And to check out all things Beauty Skin Soul, you can find us at www.getluminous.com. See you next time.